Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Lee Habib, and this is Our American Stories, the show where America is the star and the American people. Up next, another story from our series about us, the story of America. Here to tell it is Hillsdale College professor Bill McClay. At the conclusion of the French and Indian War, one thing was abundantly clear. The continent was Britain's for the taking, not the French or Spanish. But with victory came division, change, and events in the colonies that would forever shape our character. Let's get to episode four, The Roots of Revolution. Take it away, Bill. In the end, the the British win. The Treaty of Paris settles the fate of North America. It would be British North America. Americans were very grateful, and rightly so, but the British Prime Minister threw in a lot of money to win the battle, doubling the national debt. Imagine that. 
there's a reasonable view on the British side. The colonies ought to be paying part of the freight for their own protection. That does not seem crazy, does it? I mean, it doesn't to me. But for a people who've been used to ruling themselves, the rationale for paying taxes, direct taxes, levied by the parliament and not by their local legislatures, taxation without representation, it's a form of tyranny. That's a point of view that also makes a lot of sense. If you're used to ruling yourself, you've been ruling yourself if you're Massachusetts for 150 years. So sure, taxation without representation looks a whole lot like tyranny. There are other things. Something different, something new going on culturally. There was spiritual forces at work that contribute to the idea the residents of North America were Americans. The Great Awakening, it's a movement of evangelistic, revivalistic, religious fervor that sweeps up and down the coastline. Had an enormous effect. Ministers call the people to renewal of their faith giving these open-air sermons that were not denominational in character. They weren't arguing for any particular ism. They were arguing for a spiritual renewal, for rededication to God and Christ. And they attracted many, many people. Revivalists like George Whitfield, his voice could be heard <laughs> across many city blocks. Benjamin Franklin went to hear him. Benjamin Franklin was sort of a skeptic about religion, but he he ended up emptying his pocket because <laughs> he was so impressed. But what this did, the Great Awakening, is it placed on the individual person much of the weight for their religious well-being. You, know, you had to make a decision for Christ, and you had to do it individually. Conversion was an individual thing. It wasn't something that could be vouchsafed by the church giving you uh, the sacrament to eat or by some other work of the church as an institutional body. It was a very much an individualistic thing. This is very different from the approach of the pilgrims and Puritans. There was no need for a mediator between the individual and God. So another element of the culture, which is very different, I won't say that it's opposed, but it was very different, was the spread of the Enlightenment. America was a perfect place for the Enlightenment to take root. It was a place where custom and tradition and the authority of tradition were much less entrenched than anywhere in Europe. We were making it up as we were going along. We were trying out our utopian experiments and adapting them. And the Enlightenment really empowers the individual to decide cases for himself on the basis of reason. We all possess reason. Reason is actually the single most important commonality that all of us have. That also plays upon and takes advantage of the weakness of traditional authority in America. America was nature's nation. In France, let's say, the Enlightenment had to compete with the Catholic Church, which was a very wealthy and entrenched and established church, established church. So you had to fight all that to be able to sort of pursue the Enlightenment. 
In America, there was nothing like that. There was no established church, no established religion. There wasn't even a very conception of America. So the Enlightenment and the Great Awakening, these two seemingly very different, but complementary. One, the emotionalism and fervor. The other, a devotion to reason. These two things took root here, and they contribute to a sense of Americanness. The Great Awakening, especially because it was an event that took place through all of the colonies. Everywhere you went, George Whitfield was there with his enormous voice and his appeal to the sentiments of his listeners, not to church doctrine. This was especially appealing to the less educated people who didn't quite have the uh, educational background to be attracted to the Enlightenment. The Enlightenment was a movement of the elites, for sure. But there is this commonality of an appeal to the individual in both cases. And that ends up being very American, too. So there's not a lot of regard for establishment orthodoxies of any kind, social, political, religious, this kind of turbulence a very creative turbulence in American life is, I think, something that still lingers with us today, that sense that establishments are always to be suspected, always on trial. We're actually rather suspicious, we Americans, of institutions, period. That's been something that's been with us always. So these are kind of laying the groundwork here for a change of identity of Americans thinking of themselves as Americans. When we come back, more of the story of America, episode four, Roots of Revolution, here on Our American Stories. Folks, if you love the stories we tell about this great country, and especially the stories of America's rich past, know that all of our stories about American history, from war to innovation, culture, and faith, are brought to us by the great folks at Hillsdale College. And if you can't get to Hillsdale, Hillsdale will come to you with their free and terrific online courses. Go to hillsdale.edu to learn more. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in our lives, big ones and small ones. If we keep them bottled up, boy, that can be a real problem. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I know people who've profoundly benefited from therapy, learning everything from coping skills to setting boundaries in their life. You don't have to have experienced major trauma to benefit from therapy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's safe. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash OAS today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash OAS. Betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash OAS. And we return to the Story of America series here on Our American Stories, and with Hillsdale College professor Bill McClay, author of the fantastic book Land of Hope, and the Young Readers Edition as well. Pick up either or both at Amazon or the usual suspects. When we last left off, Bill had told us about two seemingly opposing movements that were actually very similar in their promotion of individualism that had swept across the colonies, the Great Awakening and the Enlightenment. These two movements helped create the idea of being American. And the idea of being America was about to get a huge push forward because of war debts. Let's continue with the story. Here again is Bill McClay. The French and Indian War pushes a whole different dynamic into the field, that is money. You know, ideas are one thing, money is another. Some people get very serious about money. <laughs> Americans were willing to think of themselves as subjects of the king. But what, what happens is a, a, a struggle between the British trying to find ways to get the Americans to pay and the Americans rejecting the proposals that come along one after another. 
It's actually started even before the end of the war. There were certain Americans that were involved in smuggling. You know, this always happens in wars, that there are people who are willing to trade with both sides to make money off of both. Well, the British were um, very unhappy with American merchants who traded with the French. They uh, made a decree that they could make unwarranted, warrantless searches. This was a violation of the rights of Americans as Englishmen. There was another problem. The British had lands west of the Appalachian Mountains. Settlers wanted to move into that area. They did. They encountered resistance from the tribes. The British looked at it we don't want to have to deal with this kind of thing. And so they adopted a policy that no settlers were to cross over this imaginary line across the tops, really, of the, of the Appalachian Mountains. That was not liked by the colonies. They didn't care for it at all, although, although they didn't raise a huge ruckus about it because they realized they could get away with violating it anyway why make too much of a big deal of it. And then there were a whole succession of acts that were designed both to extract revenues from the colonies and to show the colonies who was really in charge. Because this is something that actually had been left unresolved. The issue had never been tested. So you have the Sugar Act. The worst part was that those who would be tried for violating the Sugar Act would be not be tried in, Mer in, in, in American courts. They would be tried by British naval officers in Halifax, Canada. At the same time, the Currency Act declared the colonists couldn't emit their own money. They couldn't create, you know, Massachusetts money, Georgia money, whatever. You know, obviously there are problems when any governmental entity can emit money, but there's no national government on the North American continent. Paper money was a necessity for the growth of the economy, and the ability to emit paper currency is a property of self-government. 1765, major ratcheting up with the Stamp Act, which was a taxation on all legal documents and printed materials. This would be sort of like placing a tax on the internet. How did people, including revolutionaries, communicate their ideas? Well, they did it through newspapers, they did it through pamphlets, they did it through printed materials. Also, Parliament passed the Quartering Act, basically said that the colonial legislatures had to supply British troops with places to stay, food in the houses of American citizens of those colonies, a extreme violation of the property rights of individuals. These various measures failed. The Sugar Act failed. The Stamp Act failed because the colonists refused to obey it. So the British were in a fix. They keep, everything they tried was not working. And it didn't work from the standpoint of generating funds, generating revenue, but it also didn't work from the standpoint of convincing the colonists that they were, after all, colonists who owed fealty to the British government. But they took away with one hand what they gave with another. And Americans were grateful that the Stamp Act 
had been repealed, but they were not happy with something else the British did at the same time on the very same day. So the message was unmistakable. These two things are connected. What they did on the same day was they passed a declaratory act that stated that Parliament had an unlimited power over the colonies as a principle. Who is in charge? Who rules? Who is in control of the colonies? And it wasn't the colonists. That principle was uh, really a kind of in-your-face assertion of sovereignty and was going to mean that the battle that was going on was not going to be temporary. It was going to continue. The British were hell-bent on reordering the empire with the Declaratory Act. You know, up next came the Townsend duties, a new plan by the British to be imposed on the colonists. The Townsend duties were also unsuccessful. They led to boycotts. All classes participated in And they helped to create a sense of common cause. And in 1773, a group of uh, colonists who were disguised as Indians dumped a load of tea into Boston Harbor. And this infuriated the British. This is the Boston Tea Party, of course. And Parliament reacted by imposing what were called the Coercive Acts. Americans called them the Intolerable Acts that would really take control of Massachusetts. Massachusetts was crucible of the American Revolution. So the Coercive Acts were designed to take complete control of the system in Massachusetts, the economy, the law, the structure of governance, occupy the city with British troops, and humiliate it. Make it an example to all any other colonies that would have the effrontery to behave in this way. The other colonies stuck with them. They rallied. And eventually this led to the creation of something called the Continental Congress. It was a kind of intercolonial legislative, quasi-legislative body created out of necessity. Now you have really do have the beginnings of an institutional expression of American identity. It's just the beginnings. It's just the beginnings of the revolution itself. And here's the hardest part to really ascertain is, what were they thinking? We don't have any Gallup poll data, which maybe we should be thankful for that. Uh, the best estimate, the one that I think all of us in history tend to advert to, is John Adams' statement that about a third were in favor of the revolution, about a third were opposed, and about a third didn't know what they thought. But what was changing clearly with the attitude, the hearts and minds of the colonists. John Adams, many years later, he says, what do we mean by the American Revolution? Do we mean the war? He said, well, you know, no. The revolution, Adams says, and this is so profound. He says, the revolution was in the minds and hearts of the people, a change in their religious sentiments of their duties and obligations. While the king and all authority under him were believed to govern, they were dutiful towards the king. 
But when they saw those powers renouncing the principles of authority and bent on the destruction of the security of their lives, liberties, and properties, then they thought of their duty to pray for the Continental Congress. And a special thanks to Hillsdale College Professor Bill McClay. The Story of America, Episode 4, here on Our American Stories. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race, the Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network.